Well, all right, Teague. For all intents and purposes, we are live. Howdy do. Howdy doody. How are you today, Teague? Just fine in yourself. Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Noob Talk Radio. This is episode sixty-four. Four. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess uh, that was uh, just you know. I feel like there's supposed to be a preamble there, but we just sort of jumped right in, skipped it. I was about to say something really fake, like uh, we've got an action-packed episode for you. Mm-hmm. Do we have an? I mean, we might have an action-packed episode for you. I don't know. About there's, that, certain, there's a lot of news. <laughs> there's some news, you know, but I don't know about action-packed. Yeah, action-packed sounds. I think that's a little. It's like I'm. I'm thinking like Michael Bay Transformers. <laughs> you know? I'm like, nah, man, we ain't no Michael Bay Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast episode. It's not going to be Michael Bay's Transformers. No, no, not action packed. <laughs> it's not even going to be. Actually, I was going to say it's not even going to be. What's uh, James Cameron's Terminator Two Judgment Day? But ter- James Cameron's Terminator Two Judgment Day, I feel like, is actually more action packed than Michael Bay. It's less <clears throat> different. Different. It's like not you know explosions, slow mo, and fucking ridiculousness. Like, yeah, dude. What's James Cameron? I mean, obviously Avatar, right? He's the mm-hmm. Avatar guy, but. He has a good movie at the beginning, right? Like, wasn't there like a good movie that started at all kind of thing? Don't know. I can't even remember. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Like Indiana Jones or something? Did he do any Indiana Jones? No idea. No, dude. No, I have no idea. Me. But I'm just thinking like something like that, you know? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Let me see. Let's, let's search James fucking Cameron. <laughs> see what he's famous for, eh? Other than being a fucking loser. He's Canadian? Seems like an appropriate intro for something that may, may or may not Titanic. be called. Titanic. Titanic, there you go. That's the fucking yeah. one. Yeah. yeah Aliens. Just... Oh my god, that's the one. First Terminator, that's second Terminator. Thinking. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Wait. The Abyss? True Lies? What? No, 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 no. hang on. That's, yeah, James Cameron, who is good. Mm-hmm. No, I was thinking of Michael Bay. Does he have a good, oh. does he have a good first movie? Oh, not You know what I mean? That like, that like made him popular and then the rest was just kind of dog shit? Probably like fucking, I'm thinking, yeah, like Transformers... G.I. Joe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, no, James Cameron is like, I mean... Amazing. He, he makes bad movies, but he also makes incredible movies, you mm-hmm. know, so... Yeah, all of the fucking Transformers movies. He did Armageddon, Bad Boys. Really? Bad Boys 2. Super okay. The Rock. Okay, there you go. Pearl yeah. Harbor. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, Pearl Harbor, I don't even remember, but it was not bad, right? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The, Which one? The first one? All those shitty ones that came out in 2014, 16... Oh, whatever. Friday the 13th remake, um, mm-hmm. All the Purges, Nightmare okay, so on Elm Rock. Street remake, Coyote Ugly, The Hitcher. It's done a lot of shit, <laughs> a lot of garbage, but um, a lot of big movies. Anyways. So really just The Rock. That, that's the that's the, the good one if there's, if there's a... A Quiet Place was all right. Oh, Quiet Place is awesome. I love that movie. The Island was all right. I didn't realize Quiet Place was uh, James Cameron. The Island. I mean Michael Bay. Yeah, right. mm. The Island, is that that Leonardo DiCaprio movie? No, um, this is uh, Ewan McGregor. Mm, didn't see that, I don't think. Sci-fi, weird. It's okay. <laughs> Anyways, who gives a fuck? But, well, he's uh, no James Cameron. He's no James Cameron. Nobody is. I didn't realize James Cameron was Canadian. No, neither did I. Yeah. That's fucking... Br- br- yeah. He's an interesting guy. Yeah, I mean, the, the Abyss is like a... I didn't like it. I, like, ultimately didn't like it, but it has a lot of really interesting stuff in it. It does. Does that mean... You know what I mean? You know but it's I mean? like three hours too long. It's way, it's way too long. Yeah. And it's like, what, 2.45? Yeah. <laughs> two something. Mm-hmm. 2.20, maybe even. Yeah, it's about three hours too long, so. I know what you mean, I know what you mean. <laughs> oh, well. Um, the title of this episode is either going to be clickbait, which is what this first this first news headline, headline that we're going to read is, or it's going to be 
Who do you voodoo bitch? Who do you do? One of the t- <laughs> Who do you voodoo bitch? Why not? What do you think about Sam B returning to Dan Allen too? I, I think that's incredible. I don't care. I, <laughs> I just think it's a really nice nod to how like because that was one of the worst and most sort of like cringy, stupid, dumb intros I've ever seen in a game. Period. Mm-hmm. But like really memorable. Like no one who's played that is ever gonna forget it. No. Nope. Yeah. Like my buddy Fred, I still. Deeply, intimately remembers the like. If I ever say "Who do you voodoo, bitch?" Mm-hmm. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's so specific. So I feel like it's kind of like a. It's. I'm I'm taking it as like a really smart homage that they're doing to lean into the. Well, you may as well the I dumbness mean, of uh, <laughs> you know. You may as well. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that I kind of feel like is I don't know how to say it's like not nice about Dead Island. It's not bad and it's not good because it's so weird and cringy that it's like also kind of memorable. Like the way the characters would like curse so badly like they were so mm. vulgar like in, in a way that yep. was just like constant swearing and I'm, yeah like i'm just like whoa like always thinking to myself like can you just like take it easy with the curse words there lady like mm. <laughs> does every second have to work it's like second second or third word have to be like you know fuck this or like yep yep, <laughs> yep definitely yeah anyways it's just it's like i don't fully dislike it because it's like it fit yeah, it fit. It's really weird, you know. It's such a weird game. Well, it is. Anyways, we'll talk more about that later. But uh, first thing I wanted to discuss is just uh, we'll, we'll take a quick second to debunk this uh, somewhat interesting uh, news headline that uh, Teague brought to my attention, where a whole bunch of websites were talking about PS6 rumors, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, PS6 coming this time, you know, PS6 rumors uh, circulating. And apparently this all came from uh, some of the leaked court doc. I guess not leaked is the wrong word. Some of the court documents made available to the public through the whole ABK acquisition sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Which have been, I mean, but you know, this article, maybe aside, have been deeply interesting over the the course of the time. And we've gotten tons of really fascinating information from all this stuff. Um, It's just this particular one. Seemed kind of bullshit. It seems like total bullshit, yeah. (laughs) Clickbait. The headlines we're seeing is, uh, I'm getting one off Giz China website i don't mm-hmm. even know what that is playstation light i mean here's a slightly more reputable one giz china says ps6 new leak confirms official launch date of sony's next gen console march 10th uh this one's off playstation lifestyle.net a you know, relatively speaking more uh, well-known website ps6 release date will be after 2027 suggests sony documents the documents themselves i mean it's, it's not, this all this stuff is completely legit uh the documents you can go over to the um the uk government website uh, where you can find a, I want to say, 20-odd, yeah, 20-odd page legal document detailing headlines, Sony Interactive Entertainment observations on the CMA's issues statement. And again, this was made made available to the public recently. And yeah, so I mean, it's really funny because, you know, when you told me about this first, I was also, I mean, the clickbait totally got me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like... What it was, yeah. Because you were like, you know, PS6 announced uh, in, in these documents, like, coming out already, and I'm like, coming out already? Like, that's crazy. Mm, like, know. PS5... It just came out, you know, and it's like it 100% got me also. Mm-hmm. And it's like it, it's technically is news. It's just also not very interesting. When it's you, just clickbait. It's just clickbait. I mean, when you, what you realize when you dig into it is that so it's coming in 2027, mm-hmm. which is because I think the uh, the the leaked documents in question refer to. Uh, there's specifically, I won't bother quoting it, but it's specifically uh, a paragraph about the ending of the Call of Duty, the current Call of Duty agreement or something, okay. and that's sort of known to be finishing in 2027, I think. Hmm. And like, and, and then the, the paragraph um, talks about right after that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So everyone's like, okay, so you know, 2027, PS6, uh, unofficial confirmation, and it's like... That is tech. That is technically speaking, interesting news. But when you look at the track record of the console release windows, mm-hmm. it's um, you know actually the exact same release window as pretty much every single other console they've yep. released. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, 
technically news, but also total clickbait. One of the most predictable things you could have ever. It's like uh, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not. So I mean, basically, you know, PS Five came out. Uh, it seems like exactly seven years uh, after PS Four. This twenty twenty seven will be exactly seven years after PS Five. And I guess PS4 and PS5 are the unique ones in this uh, in this release cycle because they're seven years, but the PS1 to two to three generation was six years between. I think mm. so, and I feel like it makes sense in the modern era of consoles to have a one year later. It makes sense for the Windows to get longer. I feel well, like. there was no PS3 Pro either. Right? Yeah, true. So true. Yeah, I mean, and we still don't know about the PS. I was about to say PS6 Pro, about mm-hmm. PS5 Pro. Right? No, no, no. These articles don't, uh, at least from what I've seen so far, they don't. They don't talk Nothing about but that. speculation yeah. about it so far. But, um, um, so, anyways, uh, if a whole bunch of you are seeing, uh, you know, PS6, PS6, <laughs> amusing headlines about PS6, while it is amusing, uh, just bear in mind that uh, you know that doesn't a, mean anything. It's an extremely normal uh, release window that's basically actually not really anything at all. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. But it is funny. So, moving on to the news, number one. Crime Boss Rock City gets PS5 and, con- and Xbox console release window. This is March 10th. I'm getting this off IGN, but the news itself came from, I want to say, am I, is it, I'll take a wild guess and say it's Twitter. Nope, I'm wrong. It's a recent financial report from Digital Bros, who is the publisher of this game. In-game Studios is the, which is kind of a funny name, is the uh, a Czech-based uh, developer of the game. Hmm. Uh, so, I mean, what's interesting about... I mean, I'm not going to dig into the financial report because it's probably extremely boring also, um, but... IGN also has a really nice long uh, preview of the game, mm-hmm. uh, which I actually thought was really cool. I watched about half of it. Um, it's very comprehensive. They talk a lot about the game. There was a hands-off demo, I believe. Uh, and the news itself is console versions are going to launch June 2023. Yeah, PC version is releasing on March 28th. Um, so I believe previously we just did not have an actual sort of concrete window. Um, it was definitely thought to be 2023, but we didn't know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, I, there isn't too much to say here. Uh, it's going to be an Epic Game Store exclu- exclusive. That's interesting. Timed Epic, Epic Game Store exclusive. That's only on the PC side. Mm-hmm. Uh, the console, uh, I believe it's coming to all consoles on the uh, aforementioned June 2023. What else can we say here? The financial report notes... Or rather, Digital Bros via the financial report notes that Crime Boss Rock City is going to be one of the largest investments made by the company through an internal studio and is set up to receive additional content over the next few years to generate recurring revenue. Sounds like a live service game. Mm-hmm. First revealed at Game Awards 2022 and will feature big stars in its cast of characters such as, like we've said already, Chuck Norris, Danny Trejo, Vanilla Ice, lots of big names. That's not the only ones. There's more too. I can't mm-hmm. remember who, but it's just a whole bunch of big names. And um, I guess I'll, we can end with a really small snippet from IGN's preview. Unfortunately, the wacky over-the-top presentation seems completely at odds with its gameplay systems, which appear to be playing it a bit more straight and potentially biting off more than they can chew. Now, that sounds pretty negative, Mm -hmm. um, but from digging into the preview itself, I personally don't feel that it's that... um, I mean, I think that what they're saying is probably totally accurate, Mm -hmm. but also I don't necessarily think it's going to interfere with the fun of the game. Right, Um, right. It looks like a very... To me, it looks like a really dumb, fun with friends, Mm -hmm. like a really high-budget payday okay maybe you know like a really high budget like sort of like almost like a michael bay version of payday okay maybe maybe like that michael bay payday it's got fps combat uh and it looks completely serviceable and unexceptional in every way Mm -hmm. that really made me think of mad max um deeply unexceptional but fine Mm -hmm. completely average and maybe that's all this game needs yeah i don't know I mean, it's got all that all that uh, star star studded talent, right? Mm-hmm. To like handle the to sort of like make make the single player interesting, or rather, make the cutscenes interesting. What's unclear to me is how much the game is single player versus co op. It seems to have four player co op, 
where you can play with bots. Uh, like if you don't have people, you can play with bots. Right, right. So which leads me to believe that like maybe that's designed to be played by like does that it does that mean that like the game is all four players mm-hmm. because you need the bots or it's like just I can't tell if it's just a segment or if it's the whole thing but either way it looks like there is at least a relatively high focus on four player uh, multiplayer co-op okay. which is really neat and it looks like the game's trying to be some sort of weird combination between like GTA and Payday kind of mm-hmm. where it has a lot of like crime simulation elements Right. there's like money spending there's like getting the jobs there's like you know and it's a whole sort of like not Hunt Showdown in the sense of the PvP stuff, but Hunt Showdown-ish sort of... There's like a bit of a, a loop where it's like, you know, you, you go... Like, you enter the mission, you do your objective, you need to leave at the end and, like, defeat the cops that are trying to chase you. Mm-hmm. You know, so sort of like a, 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 a... Escape. Yeah, this kind of, like, you know, grab, loot, escape sort of... Right. Um, anyways, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, Could be interesting. I mean, I don't... Uh, I'm not very interested in it, but... Um, from what I recall, you were, like, deeply against this game to begin with. Not very How do you interested feel today? in it. Um, <laughs> again, Danny Trejo, Jack Norris, cool. I guess. I, I think I'm mostly in it for the vanilla ice. I don't care. You know. I also like, really like the actor who plays uh, Merle. I can never remember his name. Merle from Walking Dead. Oh yeah. You know, uh, Mallrats. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Mallrats. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he was so good in Mallrats. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I feel terrible now. I gotta look. I gotta look this guy's name up. Merle Walking Dead. Michael Rooker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can never remember his name, but yeah, he was amazing in Mallrats. Yeah, uh, I think he's hilarious. And Vanilla Ice was—I uh, mean, he was hilarious in a—it's like I also worked on an Adam Sandler movie like five years ago that I fucking hated. Like I loathed the process, the entire mm-hmm. process, so much, and it really, really cement- cemented my like complete and utter hatred for Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. But, but the Vanilla o- Ice was in it. The only thing the movie did, well, yeah, Vanilla Ice mm-hmm. has like a no, seven, you're talking a seven-second thing with Andy Sandberg, right? I don't think so. Yeah, it's my boy. Is it? I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, it's he possible. plays... Um, possible, he, I forgot. Adam Sandler knocks up his teacher in... No, no, this is actually a different movie. It was like a oh, Wild well, West thing, I think. Okay, but with um, Vanilla Ice in it? Yeah. That's... He's in this one. Who with is? Andy Sandberg. I'm so confused. Vanilla Ice. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. No, I yeah. haven't seen that one. Okay. But well, the Wild a Netflix West one. one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They yeah. must have worked together a lot. That's what I'm guessing, yeah. <laughs> But uh, he must be on the Adam Sandler team, you know. But, uh, anyways, I mean, I just, uh, you know, I, I I cared nothing at all for this game when I first heard about it. I saw footage, I thought it looked decent, and I don't know, I mean, I when I was examining the preview with IGN, I thought what they're saying sounds like stuff that's like, yeah, it's not great, but it's like may not impact a multiplayer experience that much. Right, right. Could be really fun with friends, and it just looks simple and like... Pretty straightforward. Yeah, straightforward, easy, fun. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, cool. it's different. Yeah. Anyways, um, I'm into it. So we'll, you know, we'll see how it does. Yeah. Moving on, to number two, Capcom Spotlight, March 2023. So this is March 9th. Uh, the full spotlight you can find on YouTube. Um, I got a little synopsis off IGN. I've watched the entire thing. It's a little long for what they have. I feel like mm-hmm. um, it's 25 minutes, and that's not that long. But you know, I mean, I'm, I tend to not really like these. The Capcom ones, they always do like English dub voiceover stuff. I don't like really any of the shows that they put on, honestly. And not I know, Capcom. I know what you mean. Uh, not just Capcom. Like, what about Sony State of Plays? Aren't better, they pretty good sometimes? Better, but you know what I mean. No, better. Like, like sometimes they're fast, snappy, mm-hmm. and you never feel like they're wasting your time. Yeah, sometimes, not always. Mm, well, I mean, at least they're not like boring talkity talk talk shit and whatever. Like they're just kind of shot after shot yeah. of yeah. stuff coming up. I don't care about ninety eight percent of what's coming up, but 
it does what it's supposed to do. Exactly. It just shows you what's coming. Yeah. So yeah. it can't really get them get too mad at them for it. No. But um but again, a lot of the time I just don't care. Yeah. I'm like I'm not interested. Well, I feel like the way to make people care is like the way to get people like you is to make it quick and snappy mm-hmm. such that, you know, the audience never gets annoyed. Mm-hmm. So even if they're not that into it to begin with, well, if you don't annoy them, then you never know. They might something might resonate with them. Yeah, you know? and there needs to be variety. You can't just show like fucking four super shitty looking pixel art games back to back you know like yeah. switch between like a racing game now you, you got an action game now you I got an you. fps now you got this now you, you got a jrpg like yeah. you need yeah. variety but i feel like the nacon connected a pretty good job I and mean, we'll talk mm-hmm. about that later but i think like they did a pretty good job with that with like you know raven's watch type game mm-hmm. then like tour de france to tour de france just, game yeah. then like they just they had a lot of variety, good variety you know and like yeah no, that's key yeah, no, yeah, no, totally. And they also, they're, it's 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 just trailers, mm-hmm. right? There's no sort of like talky talky. Talk. Oh man, yeah, no. and this Capcom one has a lot of talky talky. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like there is a solid, you know, I mean, the Mega Man Network, the Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection has like five straight minutes with like the developer talking and stuff. Fuck off. And when they bring on Mister, and now here's Mister Famous, mm-hmm. and it's like I have no idea who this is, but it's just like it's just so weird and like Cringe. it's a little bit too much for a Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Battle Legacy Network Collection. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Anyways, um, that aside, uh, the the presentation itself was fine. I mean, Mega Man Network Battle... God, I can't say it. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy, we've known about for a while, so it's nothing too shocking there. Street Fighter Six. I did notice that, like, so they showed a new announcer, mm-hmm. and it's like, this is apparently the like, sixth or eighth selectable commentator, and they commentate the fights, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. I, d- yes. I never knew. I never knew about this, and uh, I mean, I don't really play these games, but no. I would love that if I was if I was playing them. You know what I mean? I guess, yeah. So I thought that was kind of neat, but like, whatever. It's more Street Fighter Six, uh, Exo Primal. It's the first time I saw a lot of that, and I didn't even realize it was a live service sort of like Destiny kind of right, kind of game before. I mean, does that do anything for you? No. Yeah, me, me too. It's a big. Uh, it's a big pass. So for me, it's really just Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. Ghost Trick actually is a game with a lot of cachet that was an old DS game. Hmm. And it's supposed to be quite good for what it was back in the day. You know? okay. So, I mean, it, it, that's cool that that's getting a remaster. It's just also very niche. You know? mm-hmm. It's not going to appeal to that many people. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, great. It's an expansion. It's coming to like all consoles. I mean, we, are, we already know Monster Hunter. It's uh, nothing new there. And then basically the RE4 section... Right. It shows footage of the of the demo, which you tried, right? Exactly. Yeah, but the big thing is just that it was a, essentially this showcase is all an extended advertisement for the RE4 demo is out now. Right. Right. Go play it. Yeah. Which is cool. Which is still amazing, and I always love that. Mm-hmm. You know. So well, that's awesome. Yeah. No, my my a friend of mine was actually coming over the day this happened, and he was like, yeah, "I think it went live uh, like today," and I was like, "Oh, cool!" And I immediately checked it out, started downloading it, and we were supposed to play board games. We ended just just ended up just putting everything aside and, and playing this demo for like an hour, kind of thing. Nice. You know? Yeah. It no, it was really. I mean, it's really. Uh, I mean. It's almost like I don't know what to say. It was like the, the demo was insanely high quality, like every other Resident Evil thing that's happened in the mm-hmm. past. Like, <laughs> I mean, it looks incredible. Like, yep. and if nothing else, I mean, I think like I was saying on a previous episode episode of the show, it does nothing if not just encourage me to buy it more. You know? Yeah, like, well, good. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's doing a good job. It's doing a really good job. Yeah, and it's the. I mean, if it's it's the kind of thing where like if you're interested to try it too, it's um. It's that first scene that I was always telling you about there in the village mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. you like they have the free roam 
it's the yeah it's the redone version of that it, which is a perfect thing to show you can play that as many times as you want you can try all these different ways of doing it they still have the crazy spoilers the crazy chainsaw thing where mm. if you go up a certain area it triggers the chainsaw guy to come out hmm. which is really cool that they, they and the chainsaw guy is like I may have killed him once playing on like PS3 or mm-hmm. 2 no PS2 I think the original well, right it's, it's going away is yeah but like the chainsaw guy is like insanely hard and like you get something you get like a ton like a shit ton of money if you can manage to kill him mm-hmm. but it's also like it's one of those cool ways where it's like you can I, I love when they do stuff like that it's like the player controls the difficulty mm-hmm. like there's optional shit and it's yeah. like yeah. It, it makes it super hard just go do it if you want something super hard yeah no I hear you it's just so much more organic than like a setting in the menu you know yep uh, anyways so that's really cool that's still there I mean the game looks amazing like there's some small tweaks to the way the combat works it feels very modernized mm. um, it feels great you know like the physics of the game is fantastic like it it looks visually incredible um, just like super gorgeous you yeah. know uh-huh. my friend was complaining about the <laughs> the like hair textures on the is it Leon I can't remember mm. yeah I think Leon Leon Kennedy um, and it's it's funny because it's like in the menu there's an option for turn the hair textures on or off it's like I, I just don't care I mean I, no. I barely notice you know but I think it's funny that they even have that yeah. kind of cool but um, yeah no it looks it looks amazing so listen you know play the RE4 remake demo if you want to try it it is a great I mean if it's something that you'll enjoy I think you'll probably find that out by the by the demo I guess one thing that might be worth saying is that like that section of the game is a particularly trying section of the game. Mm-hmm. It is really difficult, and the rest of the game is actually not like it. Hmm. So it's maybe it's not the best thing to demo then. It makes sense for people who know the game, but for people who don't, it's it like still makes sense. It's just that it's a weird game how that first scene is kind of a little unique in the entire game. Mm-hmm. You know, just in terms of like it might it will seem crushingly hard. It's supposed to, mm-hmm. you know, and just like push through it and enjoy it, and don't worry that like the rest of the game is really not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the game is totally like measured, slow. You take your time, you know. You never have to rush anything. Like it's okay. really that's uh, cool. Yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a game with great pacing. But anyways, um, so I loved it. Uh, nice. nice. And it's now like, yeah. I mean, if Dead Island reviews rough, then hundred um, percent, I'll just I'll just play Resident Evil Four Remake. Fair enough. Um, It'd be I, great that there's so many things to choose from. My God, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's really... Uh, and it's like, you know, if I had nothing else to play, well, there's still always Atomic Heart, which, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't sound like it has the greatest gameplay in the world, it still has a really interesting universe to explore. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, for but, sure. But, um, yeah, no, so, I mean, it's like... And it's looking like it's going to line up perfectly with Chain Echoes, which I'm about 70% through now. Okay. No, 50%? Okay. I don't know. But, like, I'm getting towards the... I'm getting really into it, and it's like... I should wrap it up just in time for one of these things. Nice, nice. So, anyways, um, great demo. Uh, that's really all I have to say about it. Fair enough. Moving on? Yep. Moving on to number three, Nacon Connect 2023. This was March 9th. So this is Nacon Connect's official live stream. They basically just do a long a long live stream. Like we said, it's pretty much the whole, whole whack of trailers. Mm-hmm. I like Nacon Connect because I feel like the publisher... Yeah, I like Nacon as a publisher because they, they kind of remind me of the guys who did that Vampire game. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just we- they do weird shit. Yep, yep. They do weird experimental stuff. It's like they have in their, I mean, in their connect uh, in their uh, connect show. There's like there's a Tour de France game. There's a lot of weird sports games. There's at least one like sort of extreme biking game. I think. Okay. There's one like something like construction simulator game. Weird. Super fucking random shit. You know, in and amongst other extremely normal stuff like the RoboCop Rogue City uh, new FPS, right? Right. That's right. the first time we've seen uh, more footage for that since the last Nacon Connect. Oh, and that War Hospital as well. 
Yeah, War Hospital. Like, some really weird shit. It's yeah. really cool, though. I mean, it's like, I feel like this company, you know, it's, it's almost like they have the opposite problem of Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like they have too much weird stuff. And yeah. I, like, for me, that's a really good problem to have. I would think, yeah. You know? Uh, like, what frustrates me more and more these days is, like, when companies like Ubisoft just sort of, like, you see a presentation from them and there's a uniformity to everything. Oh, my God, yeah. You know, it's just kind of like, anyways. So, I mean, I don't really have too much to say about this. Does it, did anything stick out to you? I mean, not really. The um, um, the War Hospital looks like weird and cool, yeah. but again, not for me. Uh, yeah. It seems like something like Jazz would love, you know? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but no, there were... Uh, what was the one? Yeah, Gangs of Sherwood, not really. And there was that Lord of the Rings one too, right? The Gollum? Gollum? Yeah, no, also not for me, but yeah. just like interesting. You it's know? different. That's it. So n- there's nothing that really like interests me at all, but... Um, if you want to see some weird-looking games, then uh, check it out. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can say for myself, uh, for me, it's really only two things uh, that I kind of care about, I guess. Rogue City, uh, Robocop Rogue City, which I feel like, I mean, I'm still kind of interested, but I f- also feel like it looks very janky. Mm-hmm. Um, like, jankier than the previously, qu- obviously, quite doctored, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sort of cinematic e-trailer. Yeah. Like, gameplay, but sort of not. You not know? really, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Vertical slice. Although, unlike day before, you can tell when you're watching something real and not real. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I feel like it looks heavily janky. It's still one of the few kind of, like, cyberpunk-ish style games we mm-hmm. have. So, I'm, I'm, I'm keen because of that. And I did like the, you know, on your recommendation, the recent Robocop there. With, um, oh, right, right. Right, I mean, that was cool, you know? I dug it. I mean, not amazing, but, like, totally has stuff of value in it. But yeah, but, I mean, I couldn't have really expected more. No. I me mean, neither. like, the yeah, original Robocop is really fucking cheesy. Exactly. The second one, too. The yeah. Third, like, they're all really bad movies. No, I mean, so- they were fun when you were eight. Yeah. But, like, watching them now, they're shitty fucking movies. Yeah. So, this was just, like, a better... A more serious version of RoboCop that was like not as good. It's sort of like Dread and Judge Dread. Yeah, yeah you totally. know, like Judge Dread was horrible. Yeah, like terrible, I never terrible. Never saw it. <laughs> oh, really? Lucky yeah. you. Um, <laughs> anyways, heard. it was just like beyond goofy and stupid and whatever. And I mean, maybe some people enjoyed it for nostalgic purposes. I don't know, but the new one was just a good movie. Yeah, and like insane. Like, I feel like way better s- than it had a right to be. Yeah, it's not like. The RoboCop didn't make as phenomenal of a movie as Dread, but to me it was perfectly fine. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and um, I yeah. think I think it was a really nice tribute to the original. Mm-hmm. Like, That's it. They had all the sort of like similar themes, mm-hmm. but like very just updated to now standards. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, actually, I enjoyed it. Thinking back on it now, actually, I, I'm kind of like, yeah, that was. I, I actually wouldn't mind watching that again sometime. Dude, I totally <laughs> dug it. I was like, this is a perfectly decent newer movie of an old movie you know yeah, like yeah. Um, more so than some of the others like the Total Recall and shit I didn't see that wasn't one. huge on that you know they, they did a whole bunch over the past long time they did I'm for it as a whole <laughs> yeah me too but yeah the, I, I mean the Total Recall one didn't look that interesting to me either. I mean it was whatever but like it didn't grab me the same this I was like ah, I dug it and yeah. um well anyway so so all a that game, to say. a Robocop game could be interesting yeah. uh, you know, I have very little faith, but um, same here. But it's like it's different. I'm not opposed I mean, to it. You know, it's yeah. like Fire Team. You know, sure. Make another Aliens game. Make totally. another Predator game. Make a whatever, man. Totally, totally. It's just um, um, I just like the the IP for right? sure, for sure. So. And I still am really into Raven's Watch. I think it looks great. 
Um, I think Raven's Watch, honestly, like if anyone is, I mean, this game is actually, I believe it was not officially confirmed for console before. So that's something that's kind of interesting, is that the open beta, I want to say open beta for the PC version is, sorry, uh, the early access for Steam is April 6, 2023. I don't know if that had a date before, but it now does. Um, and what is interesting to me is that they've also declared it's going to fully launch for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, and Switch. Hmm. All in 2024. And I don't think there was any consoles officially confirmed before, so that's great. Um, it looks like a total shoe in for a, a great console action RPG. Yep. And honestly, like anyone who wants kind of like something, in, like gameplay wise, something in between Diablo 3 and what was that game, The Ascent, mm-hmm. uh, which I was flawed, but I still really enjoyed. Like it looks like that kind of game. Just mm-hmm. like really simple, quick action. You know, you got, it seems to be like a roguelike. So you, you try to do everything in a run. And if you die, you restart. Okay, yeah. You can like kit your characters out differently as you go along. There's like something like four to six playable characters. Can't remember. Can't remember. Hmm. It has four player co-op. It just looks like really simple, easy fun. Yep. Um, yeah. I really like the art style. It's using like famous characters from literature. Like there's a Beowulf. Right, right. I remember. Aladdin. Yeah. Like I can't remember the other ones. Some random fucking things are thrown in there. Some random stuff. Yeah, but it looks pretty cool. Uh, hmm. So I'm into that. But um, yeah, I mean that's that's uh, that's all I got to say about the connect. Yep. Fair enough. Moving on to number four. Epic Games Store launches self-publishing tools for developers. Uh, I got this off IGN, and this came officially from an Epic Games press release on their store. So I'll take a couple quotes from the official press release. Today we're launching self-publishing on the Epic Games Store. These tools enable developers and publishers to efficiently release games, maintain their store presence directly, and reach a growing audience of over 68 million monthly active users. This seems like something similar to the way, you know, Apple, you can publish on their store. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody has their own storefront. There, I don't have too much to say about this. I think it's great for people to have multiple options. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's uh, newsworthy, although how much this will actually affect the industry, I can't say. What I do think is interesting, I mean, they have what sounds like a system very similar to the other guys. Uh, for example, there's a 100 USD submission fee per game. That's exactly the same as Steam. Mm-hmm. What's notable is they offer an 88-12 split, hmm. which is very high. Yeah. Um, yeah. What it used to be for Apple when I was looking into it was 70-30. That used to be industry standard. You know, a little ways back we had that Microsoft thing where mm-hmm. Microsoft was like, I can't even remember the split now, but they tried to get a bit of a higher split. Yeah. You know, people try and do shakeups every now and then, so this is interesting uh, whether or not it'll take off. I mean, it's. I think Steam has the, the 70-30, at least for the first 10 million. Anyways, um, so it's a slightly more lucrative split than most people. There's a few other, like, really small details. Uh, for example... They're also allowing you to, you can use their funding platform and collect the same 8812 for the in-app purchases too. Mm. But they're also letting you, if you want to make your own monetization or use a third party, you get to keep everything from in-app purchases, okay. which is fascinating. That kind of, uh, you'd think that that's sort of in line with, remember how in the UK they just r- ruled recently that Apple has to allow third party stores for yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. It's maybe similar in that because, you know, that was a lot of what was what Epic was complaining about, right? In the court right. case. It, it makes perfect sense mm-hmm. that it's like they're trying to do what they were fighting for in court. Right, right, right. Makes sense. They're not doing it fully. Like, they're not letting you collect the revenue fully from the store sales, but all the in-app purchases, you can you can do it yourself if you want. So it's mm-hmm. interesting, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot more, you know, like, obviously they have a high motivation to just have a have a really nice, positive look kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like, well, yeah. They're doing it for optics, but it's a really lucrative uh, deal at the moment. So yeah, seems good. We'll see. You know, I mean, that's, I think that's, that's fascinating. Whether or not it takes off, who knows? Well, yeah. Moving on to number five. 
Hefty PS5 firmware 7.0 update adds a host of quality of life improvements. Uh, there, there's a summary article on IGN that lists uh, lists the the updates pretty pretty succinctly. You can also go directly to the PlayStation blog. They have a change log for the updates. Do you have anything particular to say about this? No, I don't even have a PS5. I mean, <laughs> the only thing I can say is that Discord is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been talking a lot of a lot of game about Discord for a long time. PlayStation and Discord working right, together. Right. Having native integration is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only person I know who regularly uses Discord, like not counting, say, for work, for example, uh, but just uses it as like a social tool kind of thing, is uh, my buddy Joel uses it to talk with his friend Michael when they play. And it's their favorite uh, hmm. sort of like platform for talking. They have like, you have like a room and then you can put, you can like post stuff in the room. It's kind of like having like a, a slightly more available for interaction version of like a messenger chat. Right, right. You know, like I you hear can you. drag stuff into the room easily, that kind of shit. Yeah, that's um, cool. Audio, video, you know, video, whatever. And uh, they really like it. So, I mean, I think it's probably going to be great for them. Mm. Um, and uh, if I ever join with them, then it'll give me a way to use it too. Yep. And I guess the only other thing I have to say about it is really small footnote at the end of the change log that I thought was kind of fascinating, which for me was, I did not see the IGN article note, but I thought was like a massive deal. And I know I'm like, a, a, like I'm probably just a really weird person in that sense, but there's a really, I haven't tested it yet, but there's a really small note at, at the very bottom. Now for the owners of digital games, or sorry, the owners of physical games, I believe you. if you install it now, you should be able to play the physical game without the game disc in. Hmm. Which for me is amazing. Yeah, I have. I only have one. It's it's kind of like I I got Ratchet and Clank with my console. It's supposed to be really good. It's not my kind of game at all. No. But it's like a nine point five on you know, on for, on IGN. Like it has a really high Metacritic score. Yeah, yeah. everyone says it's amazing, and it's supposed to be a decent tech demo for the console. You know, they have this like fancy like leaping through worlds thing where you like go through a portal and you go directly. It's like. Like, you transition directly through the portal into the new world without any loading time, hmm. which people say is, like, really impressive. Okay. It sounds cool, and I, I put the game in once and downloaded it because my nephews were coming over, and I'm like, well, it's kind of a kid's game. Like, maybe it'd be great for them. And then after they left, they didn't play it. They played the same shit they always do, mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, because that's what kids do. Well, yeah. And then after they left, I was going to try it, and I, like, couldn't be fucked to, like, put the game disc in. I was just like, <laughs> nah, forget it. Delete immediately. Mm-hmm. But that's what I need. It's like, I yeah, just well, get annoyed by discs. and It's pretty stupid that you would need a disc at this point. Well, it's just time. really silly, because you can clearly see, or as I remember when I installed the game, the install size is, like, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Like, it's obviously the full game. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, Most why... Most of the time, it is. Why need a little signature... So like mm-hmm. it just seems so artificial. You yep. Know? Yep. No. Like you could easily do like once a person a profile has installed it via disk, then you know that disk is associated with that profile. Like it's easy to check, you know. Well, I mean, it wouldn't cause like problem with you know. But even if it isn't associated with the profile, you can play other downloaded games on other profiles. Well, that's one hundred percent true. So yeah. yeah. So what the fuck makes you know? no sense that it wouldn't be yeah. like that. You know? Anyways, I thought it was uh, funny that the IGN article didn't note that, but when I saw that in the change log, I was like, "Damn, that's like amazing." That's so, super cool. It's it's really it seems like a small thing, but it's a huge, it's huge. deal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're an old user of discs, right? Like it's like that's like how awesome is that? If you just install your disc and then you never have to put it in again. I mean, well, I haven't amazing. used a disc in years, but... Um, but you used to have tons of them. Oh, yeah, you know totally, what I mean? totally. And, like, it would make everything so easier to just, like... Oh, for sure. I didn't you know used to have saying? the internet. Yeah. So yeah. there was no choice. There you go. There was no, Yeah. you know, yeah. there was nothing. Anyways, uh, so I just thought that was cool. Yeah, no, but, very uh, neat. Very moving neat. on. Uh, moving on to number six, Starfield Delayed Again launches in September. So, oh, no, you don't say. Not Starfield <laughs> Delayed Again. Who would I mean, have thought that would happen? Listen, for a flagship title for Xbox... 
the importance of this game can't be understated. No. Right? It is such a fucking huge deal for their platform. Oh, yeah. They kind of have to get it right. Like, yeah. it is, uh, yeah, it's like crucial for, for Microsoft to, to get. Well, after that Todd uh, Howard Lex Friedman interview, I'm like, I don't care. It takes as long as you want. Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, I, I kind of trust Todd Howard, weirdly. Yeah. Now. You know, that he's going to do, that he really has passion in what he's doing. 100%. And. I don't know, man. Take your time. It feels no BS. I mean, to, to your point, I'll read a quick snippet from the article. Bethesda has delayed Starfield again, uh, as the game will now launch in September for PC and Xbox Series XS. There will also be a Starfield Direct on June 11th, right after the Xbox Games Showcase. In a new official launch date announcement trailer below, Bethesda's Todd Howard confirmed the highly anticipated game will release this year. Quote from Todd Howard, like you're saying, we have poured ourselves into this game, and I'm even surprised how much we can pour. It is large. We're playing the game all the time, he explained. Starfield Direct in June will provide a deep dive into the game as Howard continues. There's so much that we still have to show you. The game has many of the hallmarks you'd expect from us, but also a very unique experience. And like you're saying, yeah, after that Lex Friedman interview taught with Todd Howard, I now feel a lot more... I put a lot more stock in... Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, I read this completely different than I would otherwise. Well, after the Fallout 76 debacle, I kind of lost faith in him. But after seeing this interview, I'm like, yeah. dude, no, I like this guy. This guy is... I like him. He's got... Uh, Fucking, he's into it. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's the kind of like mad genius creator that I can 100% get behind. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of feels like the same way I feel about Ken Levine. Like if you were to delay Bioshock for a little bit to, to mm-hmm. polish that up, I'd be like, you know what? Just take Do your it. time. Do it. You yeah. know, like yeah, I don't need to wait. It's like, it's almost like you know. So Dead Island Two, it's probably going to be really buggy. We'll talk about it more later, right? But it's going to launch. They moved the date up one week, right? It's mm-hmm. like it's probably going to have bugs, you know? And it's like with a game like that that I'm personally am very excited about. I know a lot of people are pretty mediocre on it. It's like I would totally not mind. It's like I way prefer for people to well, just take like an extra three weeks, take an extra three months even. How many times has it been delayed, you know? And like, yeah. I mean, so really, why move it up? Yeah, I don't. I mean, they must be. They're either extremely. Oh yeah, no, I forgot. I was about to say they're either extremely confident in their product, or there's another reason. And the other reason is probably remember Jedi Survivor. Mm, right, right, right. It's right. date Release got moved. Date. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, no, we cannot compete with Jedi Survivor, and they're right. Mm-hmm. So it's probably a really wide decision. Mm. You know? But um, very smart, given that. Yeah. It's probably just that. You know. Yeah. That um, makes sense then. It really makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so there isn't much. There isn't really anything else to say about this official release date, uh, September sixth. Uh, I guess you know maybe is worth noting. Originally supposed to launch November 11th last year, then delayed into first half 2023, and now this says officially September 6th, and that's it. I mean, we'll yeah. see when it comes out. That's it. It looks crazy. I can't wait to see it. I mean, Dude, I, it looks mental. I can't play it. I'm still going to be paying a lot of attention to this game when it For comes sure. out. For sure. You know, and uh, yeah, if I ever was around somebody with an Xbox, one of the first questions I'll probably be asking them is like, "Can we play Starfield? <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? yeah, yeah. Can I watch <laughs> well, we'll you see. play Starfield? Yeah. I hope it's good. Yeah. You know, I, ho- I hope I hope for Todd Howard it's good. <laughs> I can't imagine it wouldn't be based on how much he's put into it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And how passionate he is about yeah. it. I can't imagine it being, it releasing as a, well, I mean, he, I don't know. He didn't sound this way about 76. He sounded like a car salesman. Right. About Fallout 76. He and probably felt like a car salesman. Maybe he felt like a car salesman. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But this, he sounded like very much, very different. Yeah. Very different. So. And you know, despite how much of a sort of train wreck Fallout 76 was, it's like, I still feel like it's an interesting project. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it just, like, it's just one of those things that sounded like a great idea to begin with and just didn't work out. But Well, I mean, come on. Who didn't want a fucking online Fallout game? Yeah. Like, seriously? I'm with you. I'm with who you. I'm with didn't you. want to co-op in Fallout? 
I think a lot of people didn't, but I'm with you. I think it sounds amazing. And, like, I'm totally there, you know? It's just, I guess I say that because Fallout was originally a completely single-player experience. Mm-hmm. And not everyone thinks about it the same way you do. But I'm with you. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I totally think that it's, like, a really great... It's just a cool world. And a natural idea. I feel like you're missing out on a lot if you limit it to single-player. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, and you know how tough it is for me to get into these kind of, like, sort of, I guess, can you call them survival games? Or is it no. just an MMO? It's an MMO, I think. Maybe, actually, I don't know. Well, MMOs have hubs, right? The whole category of, like, MMO survival crafting, any game that has a lot of players where you can typically have PvP, and there's, like, often, like, set- settlement building mm-hmm. and or crafting elements, that whatever that genre is yeah. called, you know? Um, and that's all in there, for sure. Yeah, I have a lot of trouble getting into that genre. It's kind of just not for me, mm-hmm. but... Fallout 76, I think, was the closest one. Okay. Just because from the outside, it looked really, it looked more approachable yeah. than the other ones. I don't know if that's actually true or not, but... Yeah, yeah I, I don't really remember it all that well, um, honestly. Mm. I might try it again one of these days. Did I get it for free? Oh, it was Wasn't free it at free? one point. Yeah, yeah I think it was free. Oh, for PS5, point. I think. Maybe, yeah. I, I, I think it was one library. of those like PS Plus things for PS5 yeah. when it came out. Although, if that they is had true, the library probably of... play together. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I'll take a look sometime. See if it's in my library. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. So, uh, anyways, uh, so all that to say, yeah, Starfield delayed. Hope it'll be good. Yeah, we'll see. We will. So, moving on to number seven, Pathfinder Paizo takes stance against AI art. Uh, I am getting this headline off Game Rant. Uh, Pathfinder producer Paizo takes a hardline stance against AI-generated art and writing. Updated. Updating current and future contracts to protect creators. This is published March 2nd. And GameRant is getting it directly off of Paizo's uh, official site. Uh, they have a blog post entitled Paizo and Artificial Intelligence, their statement on AI, AI-generated AI content. And basically, long story short, I mean, Paizo is one of the largest D&D publishers that's not D&D. Mm-hmm. Um, they are the uh, extremely well-known competition to D&D, which is Pathfinder. And they make, apparently, lots of other gaming-related products and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're pretty much, for all intents and purposes, they're a Wizards of the Coast that's unlicensed, right. basically. Right. And they operate through Wizards' OpenGL license, which was under fire, their open gaming license, mm-hmm. which was under fire recently, that I thought was a whole sort of much to, much ado about nothing. Right. right. Uh, but, you know, uh, they do operate under that... Uh, it's so clearly, I mean, to me, like, the whole, the whole OpenGL debate is, like... Is very clearly feels like Wizards being like, Pathfinder, you maybe should give us a little bit of a kickback mm-hmm. for basing your entire system on our... <laughs> you know yeah, maybe, mean? yeah. And becoming really successful. But at the same time, they're the ones who created that license to begin with. So yeah, also, you, re- you reap what you sow, you know? Yep. It's like, but anyways, the OpenGL thing aside, Paizo is probably not the first, but it's the first that I'm aware of, of anyone having like sort of big statements on like the AI in our culture. <laughs> and I just thought this was fascinating from that angle. Mm-hmm. Um, like my girlfriend was showing me recently, she got the whole chat GPT, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sign up thing. And it is very fascinating. I mean, we spent pretty much an entire evening just like asking chat GPT questions. It's really cool. You can get it to like, uh, you can be like, you know, t- so tell me what a, what could, what could be a recipe involving this, 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 and this. And then you can be, tell me the same thing as Gandalf. And he switches his entire thing to sound like Gandalf, mm-hmm. or tell me the same thing as a sixteen-year-old bored teenager who who like wants to run away from home, and you get a really funny thing. Mm-hmm. You can be so it's really fun to fuck around with. So mm-hmm. it's like it, it it is kind of like scary how mm-hmm. easy it would be for it to make it do shit like that, you know? Oh uh, yeah, uh, and just pop out like adventures or pop out art as lots of people are seeing, whatever it is, you know, whatever yeah. creative endeavor it is, you know. Since we launched the company in twenty in 2002, Paizo has made his reputation with the assistance of countless traditional artists and writers. 
uh, again, this is directly off the blog post, who are just as integral to the success of our games as our in-house editors, art directors, designers, and developers. The ethical and legal issues surrounding AI art and writing prompt programs and the serious threat they pose to the livelihoods of partners who have helped us to get where we are today as a company demand we take a firm position against the use of this technology in Paizo products. In the coming days, Paizo will add new language to its creative contracts to stipulate that all work submitted to us for publication be created by a human. <laughs> it's, it's amazing that we're getting, that we've, got, we've come to this point. Not surprising at all. No. We will further add guidance to our Pathfinder and Starfinder Infinite Program FAQs, clarifying AI-generated content is not permitted on either community content marketplace. Our customers expect a human touch to our releases, and so long as the ethical and legal circumstances surrounding these programs remains murky and undefined, we are willing, unwilling to associate our brands with the technology in any way. Stated plainly, when you buy a Paizo product, you can be sure that it is the work of human professionals who have spent years owning their craft to produce the best work we can. Paizo will not use AI-generated creative work of any kind for the foreseeable future. We thank the human artists and writers who have been so integral to our success in the past, and we look forward to working with them for many years to come. A very simple and really elegantly written statement. And uh, that's it. I mean, uh-huh. it's just, you know, it's the first company to sort of publicly be like, you know what? We're just not going to use it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, uh, again, technology makes certain things useless. Um, like their scans, medical scans and stuff that, um, you know, they figured out quite a while ago that uh, the difference between what a human can pick up and what an AI can pick up are night and day. Um, so, you know, you don't want a human checking your scan. You want an AI because it's going to find something a lot more often than a human will. Sure. Um, so it's it's no question better. Um, like that's not a that's not up for debate. You know. Probably want human input on that at least. No. I mean. Maybe, but again, to serve its purpose, to sure. look for the problem. Sure. Humans are obsolete. I suppose. I don't know if I'd say obsolete. I mean, yeah, well, no, to... no. For actually checking the scans, like there were comparisons sure. and stuff, and yeah. then like this was like this is years ago, but yeah. um, yeah. I mean, like it's the way of the world. Sure. Yeah. Um, no. I mean, so it's inevitable. It's also a very different uh, field. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, it's inevitable. Sure. Um, I mean, uh, it's. I mean, listen. Humans are humans. Mm-hmm. We we make tools. We use tools. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, <laughs> like that we're never going to stop doing that. We make right? things that do it better than us. Sure, sure. For anything. But at the same time... For, and everything. Sure. But at the same time, I, th- I do feel like it really makes sense to have certain realms as like, yeah, these are just creative-only realms. Mm-hmm. Or it's kind of like, I at least would want to know... Like, I would not want to get a D&D product that was produced by an AI, personally, just because I, I think I'd be less interested. Well, just produce one yourself, you know? What do you mean? On chat GPT. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally, totally. <laughs> you know, like, it, like I get it. It makes perfect sense not to be able to sell that. Yeah. You know, yeah. 100%. Yeah. But it also makes buying them useless, eventually. Buying human-made stuff when you can just create one yourself for free. Uh, I think that's deeply open to interpretation. I mean, t- it depends on why you're buying something. Yeah, right? again, yeah. maybe not now, but very shortly it will be. Maybe, like, maybe. Inevitably. Yeah. I mean, listen, if you want AI-generated stuff, then go nuts. But, uh, yeah, I'm just saying that prefer... it's only a matter of time until it is better than us. And it does a better sure, job than sure. we do. Like, that's not up for debate. That's not even a question. Like, it's just, it's an inevitability. I think it is up for debate in the sense of be- eventually, be- better of is subjective. Eventually. Right? I'm not saying now, but eventually it will 1,000% be better. It also depends it. on how you define better. No, no, right? no. But it, it, we make machines that do things better than we do. Sure, yeah. That is just the way it goes. We have a long history of automation. Yeah. Right? So yeah, for sure. it's for sure. only a matter of time until this picks up on that and does it better than a human can. Sure. Like, it's Maybe. just the way it goes. I don't... I mean, 
an AI making D&D adventures fundamentally better than a human can. I'm not sure if I'll ever buy that's going to happen. Oh, I absolutely listen, think it will. I'm just I'm just saying that based on what I've seen today. You know mm-hmm. I mean? Oh, yeah, no, no, I, I, I'm not saying now it is better. I'm just saying in the near future, maybe not so near, I don't know, but it's inevitable. Yeah. It's going yeah. to happen. And sure. whether, you know, you want to push back against it, cool. And I'm all for pushing back against it for selling. I don't see it as pushing back, though, so much as just, like, even... Drawing when- a line. Well, it's like even when that thing that you're talking about happens, it's like, you know, all that's going to do, in my eyes at least, is just change the way the market works. Yeah, totally. Right? It's going to make that, like, you know, the thing created by a human, it's going to become a selling point like organic produce today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where it's like, it's farm raised, Mm -hmm. you know, so you'll pay Mm -hmm. more money for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. it's just going to change the way things work. That's it. And it's like, this is a realm in which it makes sense for me. Yep. And it makes sense for me in this far distant uh, AI, AI-dominated future that I would maybe also still want to... A human one. Well, if there was a company then that was like suddenly, you know, their marketing logo is like, it's made by humans, I would mm-hmm. probably be into that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just, I just like organic, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, just costs more, is worse. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> it's just a sticker, actually. Well, I still don't know if I'll believe worse, but listen. We'll <laughs> no, see, no, no, we'll no, see no, when no, we get I'm, there. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, a lot of I stuff, know it's just a mean. sticker. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, well, a lot of farmers markets Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. You know, they just go, they buy the veggies from the places that sell to the grocery stores yeah they put the organic sticker on yeah. it and they sell it for six times the price i'm well aware you know? of that kind of stuff and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are like oh look how good i'm eating organic it's like no you're eating the exact same shit yeah. in the grocery store you just got conned yeah <laughs> uh, so that's what i'm saying about no, this oh you, human touch yeah 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 no i'll take it <laughs> yeah well that's gonna happen too <laughs> yeah. but uh listen we'll see we'll see we'll see how it goes when we get there yeah for you sure. know it, it i think it's at least uh a nice looking Optically, it's a good statement for them to make. It's a nice virtue signal. I'm into it. I guess, yeah. But this could, like, you know, selling an AI-generated adventure could happen pretty soon. Yeah. So I think it's a good, you know, it's a nice uh, thing to get out there. Uh, Right now, I think it's super relevant. Yeah. Like, it makes sense that they would do this now, you know. Uh, In the future, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see if this seems insane in 50 years. Yeah, 30 years, whatever, you know what I mean? But uh, we'll see when we get there. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Anyways, that's it for the news. Um, So, I don't mean, we could talk about a little bit about what we've been playing. Uh, Yeah, man. What do you think? Go ahead. Okay, uh, well, I'm pretty, I guess I'm a little boring this week, although I forgot to note the Chainsaw demo, which I already talked about, mm-hmm. the RE4 remake demo. I mean, that was awesome. I'll just restate, you know, anyone who wants to check it out, go and try it. Oh, yeah, one thing I did forget was that uh, there's a big Capcom sale on at the moment, too. Um, huh. They announced that at the end of the showcase also. Cool. I believe it's, they say explicitly every single RE game, not including the upcoming Right, game, right. Every existing RE game is on a big sale. Uh, the sale actually does, it, it will be relevant when you listen to this because the sale is supposed to end on the 29th. Uh, and I think there's a, I think it's not only limited to, to Resident Evil. I believe there's a bunch of other Capcom shit on sale too. Okay. So it might just be worth taking a look for if you, if there's anything from the, from the library that you have unbought at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have, purchased uh, every Capcom <laughs> product that I'm interested in. There you go. So. <laughs> Good stuff. But, um, yeah, so I mean, I played that demo. It was amazing. And other than that, it's just Chain Echoes for me. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've been really enjoying Chain Echoes. It's still... There was a really small dip when the only person who's listening to the show who I think will know what I'm talking about is probably Joel. Uh, there's a really small dip when um, you get the Sky Armors, which are you start to... They're like these flying mechas. It's like you get you get flying mech suits. And, like, when you get flying mech suits, you have a different combat system that works differently from the on-foot combat. Mm-hmm. And for me, there was a bit of a disconnect between, like, I don't really want to... Like, I was really enjoying the on-foot mm. that I've gotten used to for, like, 20 hours. And I kind of just, like, I don't really... Don't want to relearn a new system. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Not yeah. Good. So at the beginning, I was like, uh, not sure if I like this. And I wouldn't say it grew on me, but I'm less annoyed by it as time goes by. Okay. And it's not that much actual Sky Armor stuff. It's hmm. mostly on foot, you know, which makes sense. So there was that really brief hiccup there, but I really like the game. I mean, the only, like, bad thing I can say about it, I guess, is... I wouldn't even say it's bad, but just, like, the fictional world that they live in with all these new continents and stuff and, like, new races and a whole... It's, like, really different from the real world. Mm-hmm. Like, there's all these fictional fantasy races that are also different than other fantasy stuff. I find it a little overwhelming mm-hmm. and a bit, like, too, too much. much stuff that's mm-hmm. different, you know? I hear you. But I also just sort of, like, let it wash over me and, like, focus on the actual, like, actual story beats that are going on. Like, the moment-to-moment sort of games, Game of thrones sort of story is, like, simple enough to follow. So mm-hmm. it's, like, I don't, it doesn't really bother me at the same time. Okay, you know? nice. But, um, yeah, I, I really like it. It's a really, uh, it's a really, really fantastic JRPG. And, um, nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, I just I kind of have nothing but good stuff to say about it. I'm probably going to finish it. Um, and it looks like I think I'm on track before either RE4 Remake or Dead Island 2 arrives on my uh, nice, desktop. Nice. So that's good. Yeah. Nice. And uh, that's it for me. Yeah. No, How about you? Cool. Yeah, I've just been messing around a bit of ARC with some buddies. Um, same old, same old uh, PvE, uh, private servers, uh, slightly boosted. Probably going to start war soon. Let's get some PvP action going on. You can declare war against other tribes. I was just about to ask him, like, is that an actual... <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so even though it's PvE, you can um, pretty much, like, yeah, declare war with another tribe. They have to agree. Um, okay. But then you can... Huh. Then it's totally PvP. Yeah, interesting. So As opposed to? PvE. Oh, so it's... It's a PvE server. Oh, wow. Interesting. But you can still declare war on PvE oh, wow, servers. Really Conan cool. is the same. There's um, really not quite the same, but there's, like... Didn't know that. You can set up something where you can fight there. Okay. So it's like Interesting. you have to agree to. You it. can invite the PvP elements mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, smart. Um, oh. So I think, uh, yeah, because we've got a good little crew on quite a few people, we're gonna probably uh, split up and um, and go to war. Uh, <laughs> so we'll all have our own. Well, maybe not all of us. Maybe we'll do like groups of two or something like that, and we'll have like uh, uh, raiding parties. Yeah, we'll 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 have like maybe fucking six uh, six gangs of two people or six groups of two people. Everybody has got their own base, kind of, or each group has multiple bases, and we'll just fucking destroy each other. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. And I mean, once you accept the war, is it then constantly war from that mm-hmm, point, from that time on, mm-hmm. unless someone turns it off? I guess I don't know how that works. I've never done it, but um, <laughs> but it's like all all all, gloves, all bets are off. Oh yeah, at that point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you can totally fuck each other, um, <laughs> and so. you can get your stuff wrecked when you're not online, kind of thing. Oh yeah, everything. Oh yeah, wow. But because we're because we know each other and stuff, and we're actually friends, we might be like, all right, well, we'll only yeah. do PvP time between this and this time. Wow, you know when people are going to be on yeah, um, yeah, yeah so like we're not going to fucking start raiding our european buddy at fucking midnight when it's three in the morning or five in the morning there you know like yeah. uh that would just be a dick move but, that's really um, funny man you know it reminds me of these stories remind me of elden ring the way like uh or just any from soft game like dark souls 2 mm-hmm. where it's like pvp also have similar has similar unofficial mm-hmm. rules yeah yeah, you yeah, know, yeah like yeah. the bowing and stuff and like yeah. some people will play it cool some people have their own code and mm-hmm. like some people are total bastards you know <laughs> no and we could set up like sort of like event things too where it's like we're just all gonna bring you know everybody show up at this fucking place bring 10 dinos and uh, kit 
and we're just fucking <laughs> battle royaling this shit. Man. We're just going ham. <laughs> or we could get even more carried away, and everybody bring 50 fucking dinos, and Jesus. we're just having a massive epic battle. <laughs> and who the fuck knows who's going to win? But, yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... It yeah, does once, sound pretty appealing. <laughs> once you get to an end game level, it's like there's really not much to do on PvE other than bosses and stuff. Yeah, right. And, um, so that's what we've been doing, but it's like... Uh, it gets pretty boring after a while if you don't want to be breeding constantly and whatever. Like, on official, you could legit sell dinosaurs for real-world money. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you have good stat stuff... Dude, you can make fucking money. Uh, I knew a guy that did, and I was like, "That's all he did." Yeah, was play Ark and sell. And was he managing to get himself like a full time job with that? Yeah, man. Like wow. he had a house, kids, stuff wow. like that. Wow. Yeah, that's intense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he had uh, PS4, maybe two PS4s and a fucking computer. Oh my god! There was some weird shit that he had to do, and I was like, I didn't understand at all. But, he had a crazy, uh, like, semi-automated setup kind of thing? Dude, he had some weird shit. This guy was Trainers. Discord all the time. Like, all kinds of... Like, he was all <laughs> over the place. And it's like... Again, I don't really... I mean, it's stupid as all hell, but people will pay unofficial. And um, the only way you can do that is if you're in a, like, mega tribe and you have, like, a, an army, basically. Um, Capitalism at its best. Dude, it gets <laughs> mental. And you can live on, like, all different worlds and, like, have stuff hidden. And, like, dude, it's mental. <laughs> it's really it's, funny, it's, man. It's wild. So... Hopefully, one of these days, we'll start a war, and um, <laughs> it should be a good way to sort of cap our our arc run this time around, because it's like, it, it does get kind of, unless you really want to push for, you know, breeding or something, because you're going to sell stuff, it gets kind of boring. Yeah. You know? Like, there's not much to do. You hit a, uh, there's, there's a ceiling. There's there, a glass ceiling at some point. There, it's not even glass, man. It's fucking, <laughs> there's, there's a concrete ceiling, and like... I mean, at a certain point, like, you just have such good shit that you're like, what am I, what am I doing? You know, like, what do, yeah. what do I need to farm? What do I need to do? Like, yeah. I'm a fucking tank. <laughs> I know, know what like, you mean. Those, those moments of disillusionment with the game where you're like, I think I just did everything. Yeah, like, I could yeah. probably punch a T-Rex to death right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, holy shit. Like, yeah, maybe no, that's a stretch, you know. But, um, but I could definitely kill one with a fucking machete. Um, and it's just like... <laughs> That's just overkill, you know. Like yeah. I'm just—I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't need a thousand health in arc, you know. Like it's just it, whatever. It's ridiculous. I hear you, man. I hear you. So that's about it. Just been messing around on that. Nice. Hopefully, we go to war. It'll be fun. <laughs> Have you made any more exciting progress than the Last of Us? The show. I just remember because yeah, I, I last time we talked like a while ago when we talked, uh, you're pretty big on it, with the exception of that one like rom- romance episode. There was two really shitty episodes. Okay wildly shitty how are you feeling overall about it now just curious well i think there's nine episodes. i'm mostly asking because i'm probably gonna watch myself yeah i think there's point, nine right? episodes and there's two that are absolute trash one of them though is like got maybe 15 minutes of decentness and then 45 of absolute trash then the other one is pretty much just all absolute trash and then there's some others that are just kind of mediocre but they're not like downright horrible okay um and then there's a couple that are just like flat out fucking great you know so even the later ones too especially the okay. later ones so it's really just up and down it's a coin toss man um huh. like so yeah episode one phenomenal episode two meh pretty okay episode three pretty meh episode four uh, decent I think five pretty awesome hmm. six meh <laughs> seven garbage eight meh um, and nine right. fucking awesome you know like okay, so it's, okay. it's really it's all over the place it's all over the place but um, I think 
watching it as a whole will make a huge difference. Huh. You know, like if you You're watch watching it week by week. Yeah. So if you watch one episode at a time and you get one of the meh episodes or one of the horrible episodes, mm. it kind of puts a bad taste in your mouth yeah. for a week. Yeah. And it's not necessarily going to be an epic one next. Right. So as long as you always can just throw on the next one because the last one you watched was shit, <laughs> you'll stay in a pretty decent headspace for it you know i completely see what you mean but i also i really appreciate the um like i'm actually super happy that we went back to the weekly release schedule thing Mm -hmm. mostly just because i really love the idea of having like uh i mean what you're saying completely makes sense but at the same time i really do value the cultural conversation thing Mm. and if i was watching it at the same time as you it would be more fun i think to talk about each, each episode, episode yeah, as it comes, you probably. Know? But at the same time, I see what you mean. If you get if you have a bad one, then on a weekly release schedule, that's rough. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, should we move on to the rapid fire? Yeah, let's do it. All right, moving on to the rapid fire. Number one, Dead Island Two: The Final Preview. So this was originally I was going to note Dead Island Two had an official extended gameplay trailer trailer that came out March second. It was a really nice long, uh, sixteen minutes I want to say no fourteen minute long uh, gameplay trailer. And that was March 2nd, and then there's a big preview on IGN March 13th uh, that I don't think is accompanied with any new footage, but I think they had a hands-on with the game, and they're just giving their personal impressions. Hmm. Uh, and I would actually strongly recommend the IGN preview for anybody who's curious, because it is a really, really nice, long, extended... Mm-hmm. 15, like 12 or something? Uh... Well, yeah, the gameplay is 14 minutes, right? and then he gives a really long, just... It feels like breakdown of like every single aspect almost. Hmm. Like it uh, talks about you know the the types of types of weapons you use, what the environment feels like, how the movement feels like, you know hmm. the card system. You have this like card system for abilities. Right, that's how they all are now. Everything I love it, like man. The, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's fantastic. Did it? Red Dead yeah. did it. Like Back for Blood. Everything is card systems you know? now. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. that's the uh, that's one what that's one sort of like pop pop intervention that I'm like like it's sort of like just like a, a thing of the time mm-hmm. but I'm totally okay with it you know mm-hmm. um, anyway so it's just like a, it's a really good breakdown on, on IGN and the official gameplay trailer itself is also really good in the sense that it's the first actual it's the first gameplay of the game that I felt looked like sort of natural and not like doctored or like mm-hmm. you know really heavily engineered I hear you yeah, yeah. It, so I, I was just like when I saw that I was just super super it happened like r- literally right after we recorded last time hmm. I was just super happy to be like oh this is a real like it, it's a real game like I can tell that it's probably going to be something I'm going to like now like it looks normal it looks just like a Dead Island game and yeah it's not super polished like the stuff they showed in previous showcases right. which is good you know because yeah it's because like, it's not believable exactly yeah it's like that stuff was looking too good you mm-hmm. know so and the gameplay does look I mean I do I do, do still think it looks pretty it's Decent, less yeah. yeah it's less pretty in the cinematic way that it was before but it still looks totally fine and good nice. to me you know so that along with the long preview I'm like I'm pretty sold mm. you know like the only thing that can happen now is the game comes out and is just too buggy I think mm. to, to me that's the only sort of like potential pitfall okay, yeah. Um, but um, yeah I'm super into it and I will definitely if the reviews are not as long, yeah as long as it's just not that buggy because even all the complaints that the guy, that the the IGN previewer talks about, I'm like, yeah, these are the things that I don't mind about. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's actually kind of what I like about Dead Island. Mm-hmm. He's like talking about how the pacing feels rough compared to Dying Light because it's so slow. Yeah, well, and that 100 makes sense. But it's I, a different paced game. I, yeah, I mean, I I really like the slow plotting exploration of Dead Island. Mm-hmm. It like, doesn't bother me, and it certainly doesn't look that slow because right, no, they right. have a lot more sort of like snappy combat mechanics than they used to. Mm-hmm. Um, the card-based system looks awesome. I think it looks really cool. There's like at least four classes, maybe six. 
they all have unique perks. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm super at the moment. I'm just really everything. Salt. Yeah, everything I read, I'm just like, it's that's so Dead Island. I'm. <laughs> oh yes, MB is coming back. Mm, who do you <laughs> hence, voodoo? Hence the other potential. Uh, I think we gotta go with show. it. You know, <laughs> who do you voodoo? Yeah, Sam B. Sam B is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam B is returning, and I also feel like from what I saw of the like plot characters you interact with, like that. You know, you've probably seen him too, the like sort of cracked out stoner guy in LA. Mm-hmm. He's got like a, a uh, he's got like a toque on mm-hmm. and he's in like a tidy whiteies, like or trying to order pizza or something, and he's super like spaced out. He's like clearly a stoner kind of thing. It just looks like they really have the the feel of the characters are really nailed. Right. From right. what I've seen. So I don't know. I mean I'm pretty excited. But uh well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so and that's gonna be four player co op, so you know if it four if it, player. That's if cool. it does I think it's well I'm just saying that because the first Dead Island was four oh, player. Oh I didn't realize first haven't officially four. checked, but I, I think they're gonna do the exact same Probably, thing. Probably yeah. Know? Um but yeah so I mean if that's good, you know, I would be also happy to try that uh, mm-hmm. co op. You know, yeah. But, for uh, sure. Um, yeah. I mean, currently, like I said, only thing preventing me at this point in time, the only, the only possible thing is just too many bugs. Yeah. But I think they're going to be okay. So, moving on to number two Souls like game Bleak Faith Forsaken, accused of using Elden Ring and other from software animations. Hmm. Threw this one on mostly because I realized that I, I, I noted underneath that this Bleak, Bleak Faith Forsaken also had an official launch trailer. It launched like four days ago, I want to say. Okay. And this game I had just literally not heard of at all before seeing this news headline. Me neither. And it looks like, did you check out the launch I trailer? I did. I mean, it just looks like a pretty serious... It's funny, but games like this, I always feel completely torn down the middle of it's 100% derivative of Elden Ring versus that looks like a neat and different Elden Ring. Does that make sense? Yep. No, I do. <laughs> yeah. It, to me, it kind of feels, from the, the video or whatever, it, it's got more of a Devil May Cry vibe in some Maybe. of the combat. Yeah, maybe. Some yeah. faster, I see more combo from. shit. Like, yeah. Not so Elden Yeah, not Ring. as measured. No, yeah. no, 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 no. More like, I don't want to say button mashing, but like, parts of it really did look Elden Ringy, mm-hmm. but other parts really looked DMC. Yeah, um, I hear you. Yeah, And I'm not mad at it. No, like, me neither. Not I like the darkness. Yeah. I like the weirdness. Yeah. More of it, I'm super down for. Yeah. I mean... You want to say that they're blatantly ripping it off? Like, okay, I guess, but... Well, like, the news article care. itself was actually... I mean, there is some tangible stuff there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a bunch of people doing a bunch of breakdowns that are similar to what we saw the day before. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the company official spokesperson said that all those... Anime, they basically just completely denounced the entire thing. People have yet to prove them otherwise. And they say that most of the stuff they're getting upset about is... All assets taken from the Epic Game Store, I want to say. Okay. They're like just purchasable assets and they provided all the, they're like, you can actually go and check yourself if you like, you know, like it's this one, this one, this one, this one. So it looks like there's really nothing there. Right. Um, right. Even despite the resemblance to a lot of Elden Ring. Well, yeah, some of the stuff. armor and stuff like that. Like the fucking, yeah. the Iron Mask looking dude. Yeah. Kind of looks like the uh, prisoner. What, what was it? Prisoner? Uh, One of the characters that you get dude. gets in in Elden Ring, right? Yeah, the he, dung, dung, not dung eater, but the guy who dung eater's chasing. No, 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 no. You can I pick him at the beginning. About. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the it's starting just, class. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a generic Iron Mask thing. You know, yeah, prisoner guy. No, I know. And what you're it's talking like, about, yeah. okay, whatever. I mean, I don't care. Also, I mean, like stolen animations. To me, if you just 
It's like if you take an Elden Ring animation and copy it side by side yourself, that's not stealing to me. No. You know, I mean, it's derivative maybe, but it's not like... It's not theft. And so. it seems like they also actually have explanations for all the stuff. Mm-hmm. That so it seems like a, a sort of an empty accusation to it me. It looks different enough. Although who knows. But, but again, uh, we'll see when yeah. it comes out. Yeah. Anyways, it yeah. looked cool. I mean, apparently it's already out. I mean, one thing I can check really quick. Bleak, Faith, Metacritic. Does it have reviews Oh, yet? yeah, it's on Steam, isn't it? PC. It's got two critic reviews that are you know, medium by random websites, Finger Guns, Attack of the Fanboy. So it's got reviews. Hmm. You know, you can check it out. Um, it just looks... I don't know. I'm okay with the fact that from software games have a lot of copycats now. Well, you know what I mean? Like yeah. people doing similar stuff. Like there's Lies only... of P. You know, a lot of... Yeah, similar stuff, but like they're similar and then there's like exactly the same. And like third person fighting with a sword and yeah. weird monsters, like that's not really that unique no exactly like at all yeah um there was probably stuff before dark souls that was like that and if you want to say like yeah so what the fuck i mean you could also say sonic is derivative of mario you know what i mean yeah totally whatever totally and it is and that's fine but it's totally different (laughs) it tries different stuff too it does a completely different thing it was super successful because it's similar to something that was super successful but it's also completely different exactly yeah Uh, anyways, uh, so I mostly just wanted to mention it because I thought the game was interesting and I had yep. never heard of it before then. No, fair enough. Uh, moving on to number three, the finals preview. The Hunger Games shooter-style FPS shows promise but has major issues. Yeah. So uh, this preview is off IGN. Uh, and again, the finals, this is by Embark Studios. And the only reason why I wrote this down is because I still really, really, really want to play Arc Raiders, mm-hmm. which is the game that they put on the side, on the back burner, mm-hmm. to release the finals and I just think this is noteworthy to me personally because the finals looks polished and looks like a pretty nice standard sort of AAA ish game. It's a free to play online shooter. It's not my kind of thing, but it 100% looks like a good product, like a, a product with graphics that are snappy and modern that work. And they're, they're, it seems like they're managing to deliver stuff. So I just think that's a really good... Uh, that bodes really well for our creators. Yeah. yeah which yeah. we'll hopefully get as soon as this is finished. You know right, what I mean? Right, um, But the, the game itself, I mean, you can go check it out if you like. To me, it's extremely whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a super whatever burger. Uh, but... Um, yeah, Arc Raiders. Like, it doesn't look as unique as Arc Raiders does. I right, feel like that right. looks like people want an Earth Defense Force done by a AAA studio. That's like an awesome co-op multiplayer fighting giant aliens game. I think mm. a lot more than like that's just more different than yeah, totally. this sort of you know relatively standard arena FPS nonsense. Yep, you know, like, yep. whatever. Uh, there's but, enough of that stuff, you know. Yeah, but I'm just happy that the company seems like they're able to deliver. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's not like the day before when. Man, I feel like we're being too harsh on them. Well, you've harsh. mentioned it like three or four times. I don't know why I mentioned it three or four times today, but mm-hmm. it's there for whatever reason. They're my scapegoat today. Yeah, yep, fair <laughs> enough. But yeah, it's not like uh, you know. <laughs> the day before <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be a different way to say this <laughs> I just yeah it's, I'm happy to see that they seem to be a company who can really make things right, right. <laughs> which is nice uh, moving on to number 4 Wargroove 2 official announcement trailer released so Wargroove is a game it's a tactical turn based strategy game mm. and I just n- jotted this down because I heard of Warcraft uh, no not Warcraft Wargroove 1 when it came out which was yeah. on Switch this is again only on Switch it's announced for I believe it's currently just in the wishlist now step, uh, but it's announced for Switch and PC. Uh, and I just think it's cool because it's kind of in the style of the old Game Boy Advance era Final Fu- uh, Fire Emblem games. Okay. And Fire Emblem is just a series that I feel like the company itself has done a massive disservice to lately. So I think it's nice that like indie companies are trying to like sort of pick up the slack. Hmm. Jazz uh, would play it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, does it have shit story? Does it have annoying dialogue? I have no idea. 
But I'm just happy to see that other people are trying to bear the weight that Fire Emblem is like leaving behind because right, it's sort of just right. it's getting more and more cumbersome in terms of like awful dialogue, annoying activities. You know, same as Midnight Suns, right? With all like the sort of like weird activities you need to do with people. Yeah. So I like that anybody is trying to just like do new versions of this stuff that like maybe can succeed where the other ones don't. Right, know? but right. um, I do recall that Wargroove One was very well received at the time. So I just think that's it's a, probably a good company, and uh, I think people would like another product by them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's all I got for that. And last but not least, Teague, number five, it's Your a big favorite. one. Your My favorite. favorite. Armored Core Six Fires of Rubicon is up for pre-order. Oh shit! This is a big fat nothing burger. Did you pre-order it? Of course not. <laughs> what? What the hell, Josh? I only care about this because it's an indication. Is a further indication that it actually is in fact coming this right, year. Right. 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 So the the only it's, this is it's not even news. It's uh it's it's up for pre-order. You can get it at Amazon, Walmart, GameStop, Best Buy. The pre-orders are up. And I just feel like that's further confirmation that like mm-hmm. no one needs to worry about the 2023 release date. No. FromSoft has got you. Um, there actually, I did a little bit of digging and there are some sites that are throwing around a December 31st release date of this year. Huh. I don't know if they're getting that from anything. Okay. And my personal opinion is that that's a little difficult to believe. I feel like it's not going to be... Like, late. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot sooner than that. But nobody okay. knows. And all we do know is the pre-orders are up. So, so that's a good sign. It's a very good sign. Not bad. Uh, and that's uh, that's really all I got for you, T. No, fair enough. I mean, uh, do you have any closing comments about uh, Armored Core? What do you think? I haven't played excited. One in, Not excited? I haven't played one in forever, so I honestly don't recall. I just do remember on I think it was PlayStation One. Yeah. Um, enjoying the hell out of it. So what was that? Fifteen years ago? Um, uh, twenty I think years closing ago? Closing on twenty years yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean. Yeah, to not have played something of the sort for 20 years. I, that, dude, I'm not the guy to ask. Yeah, that's totally it. <laughs> that is totally it. Yep. <laughs> I played the shit out of that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was... Uh, I think I actually... If Matt didn't have this game growing up, I don't know if I would even know what it is today. You know what I mean? I feel like I played another PlayStation 1 as well. Is it possible? It's 100% possible. So they did... Yeah, because yeah, I, I feel like I tried a couple. And um, oh, No, 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 no. I probably played one for PS3. It's way later possible. and didn't get into it the same, but they weren't as good, man. Yeah, yeah there, a lot of people didn't. Like it was, you know, I feel like this sounds uh, dramatic, but it was like story of our lives because me and Matt were living together at one point in time, right? And we were always paying attention to Armored Core games. Mm-hmm. And it's like he would get one, try it, be like so-so, I don't know. Then we'd skip for a while. I might pick one up at some point in time. Eh, so-so. Mm-hmm. You know, we could never get into one after the first one. So yeah, there's been a lot. Yeah, there's been. I mean, there's been a total of like, I want to say twenty or something, maybe. Okay. Yeah. But here's the list. It's that. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. I mean, no, no, no. no. Maybe fifteen so, or something. I probably tried a couple of them at different times, but the one on PS, one of them on PS1, I played the shit out of. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. It was really cool. But again, yeah, closing on twenty years. You know, I'll. Um, I'm curious. Anyways, I I'm don't, super curious, man. Probably won't play it, but you know, whatever. I feel like it'll depend. I feel like for you, it'll depend on. The, exactly. How much? Hundred percent. How much multiplayer inter- in- integration, dude? If I can kill other people, if you can even just like, yeah, I mean, well, there's for sure gonna be that. No, no, no. But if I can kill other people with friends, yeah, <laughs> that's what's really gonna be the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. And spend hours customizing your mech, mm-hmm. paint jobs, all these different weapons, mm-hmm. Gatling guns, missile launchers. But I wanna... do. I want to fly. Do I want to skate fast? Like, and, and you know, I want to do it with friends, where it's like, all right, so your weapons will handle this really well. Yes, your weapons will handle this really well, dude. 
I'm going to be able to handle this really well and then like fucking, you know, coordinate and just spank people. You You're know? speaking my language. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. No, see that? I could Here's get behind. Hoping. I yeah. could get behind. Listen, but. if they are even remotely smart about this game, that's exactly what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it has like it has to be like that, but yeah. I have I also, you know, I didn't I couldn't even see this uh I mean, I thought this was a natural a good natural progression for the company, but like even I was surprised at the actual final announcement of a new Armored Core game, so yeah. Yeah, I feel like in today's landscape they have to, and also it makes sense to sort of like differentiate yourself from the older stuff a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I would think. But um, we'll see. We'll Anyways, see. it's exciting. Yeah. Well, that's all we got for you, folks. Hope you enjoyed the show. Have a good one, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Bye.